Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, tea sippers! I hope you guys are doing good today. So, there's a lot of drama that's going on right now with Monique Slaughter. If you don't know who Monique is, Monique was on Love and Hip Hop, I believe, LA. Then she jumped to Atlanta. I don't know. She's been on a few Love and Hip Hop seasons. So basically, I don't know. She's a big Barb, a big Nicki fan, but she went in the other day on social media on Meg The Stallion, and she felt like Meg The Stallion using the line "Megan's Law" was totally out of pocket and not okay. And Nicki Minaj ended up liking her post. So let me go ahead and read to you what Monique Slaughter had to say about Meg The Stallion's his diss towards Nicki Minaj. So Monique says, "Imagine your seven-year-old is arred and murdered by a neighbor." You fight for legislation to be passed. He's put on death row, but the death penalty was abolished in that state, so his sentence was commuted to life without parole. So now you had to live without your baby. You had to live in using that the killer is still alive, and well, a law in your departed daughter's name and honors passed, and now for the first time in over a decade, your daughter is trending. Your wound is reopened because a bitch used it as a bar in a diss track. Shaking my head. She spelled their last name wrong, but it's Megan Kanka. She says if I was Megan Kanka's family, I would take every red cent from those single sales. I'd lawyer up, and that video would be snatched from every platform. I'd sue for emotional damages, and I demand that that bar be changed. And I'd gag order the artist. Period. Don't profit off of my pain. Or my child's passing—it's low as f. So that is what Monique took to social media to say, and it's very interesting. Like I always say, words have power. All of a sudden, here come Megan. Here come Megan Kanka's father, and he's speaking to TMZ, and he's saying that he is really pissed about this diss song. So let's go ahead and check this out. Richard Kanka, whose daughter Megan Kanka was murdered in the '90s by a sex predator who, at the time, wasn't legally required to identify himself in his neighborhood, and who Megan's law is inspired by, is filming over Megan the Stallion casually dropping his daughter's name in his the diss track that kicked off the new feud between her and Nicki Minaj. He tells TMZ that Megan dragging his late daughter's name into this explicit riddled song aimed at Nicki is. 
disrespectful as it gets from his point of view. He notes that Megan Thee Stallion actually appearing to shed light on the law, which she does, doesn't change his sour feeling. Kenka tells us that using his daughter's name in such a graphic, offensive manner was highly offensive to the pain that his daughter and family felt. While he says he hasn't heard the track with his own two ears yet, he has read the lyrics and it's a no-go for him. He's really upset and I feel like Monice kind of kicked this off. So for y'all who don't know about Megan's Law, um, it's about Megan Kenka. And she was a seven-year-old little girl. And um, on July 29th, which is my birthday, um, but this took place in 1994, so we were all kids back then. Basically, seven-year-old Megan uh, went out. She was on her bike, and her mom took a nap, and so she rode her bike to her little friend's house to see if her friend could come out to play. Now, the neighbor had been basically watching and stalking little Megan for months, okay? And, you know, he was heavily attracted to little girls. Nobody knew this. And so when Megan went to her friend's house, the, the little girl wasn't there, so she wasn't able to come out and play with Megan. And so the neighbor, Timothy, found the perfect time. You know, Megan was by herself. Her mother wasn't there. She wasn't with a friend. And he ended up luring her into his home with promise of, you know, come, I got a puppy in here. I have some toys. So Megan, only being seven years old, decided to follow, you know, an adult, you know, adult authority into his home. And once um, in his home, he started essaying her. Um, he basically arred her. And then his roommates ended up coming home early and he didn't know what to do. So he stuffed her in a toy box. And then he ended up carrying the toy box out to his truck and took her out into the woods and finished the job. And they searched for her and searched for her. Then they finally found her only to find out that it was the neighbor who did it. The neighbor was a convicted sex offender this was not his first rodeo. He had already sexually assaulted other young girls. So because of what happened to seven-year-old Megan, because this was all over the news at the time, um, people were really upset. Like, you know, there has to be some type of measure, something put into law. We have to know when sexual predators move into our neighborhood, when they live right next door. You know, it's our right to know, especially if we have children. So her parents fought to get Megan's law, um, you know, through the legislation and President Bill Clinton at the time, he's the one who approved Megan's law. That is why now in this day and age, we have a sex offender registry and it's very important. And that is how Nicki Minaj's husband got caught up. He thought because he was with Nicki Minaj, all of a sudden the sex offender registry didn't apply to him. No matter where you go in America, it doesn't matter if you move from Brooklyn to Queens or from Queens to LA. Once you get to your destination, you have up to a week to register with the state and let them know that, hey, hello, I'm a sex offender and I'm in this neighborhood. You have to legally. And if you don't, then at that point, they can come pick you up and take you to jail. So that is why Meg the Stallion, you know, used that. And it was, it was a really clever bar and I'm here for it. Okay. I'm here for the bar. And I feel like the bar brought more attention to Megan's law because people talk about the sex offender registry all the time, but they don't know the, the ins and outs and where that came from and how that came to be. And that was because of this young, sweet girl who lost her life, you know, through no fault of her own. And you know, for this father who is mourning, who fought for this law to be put in place to protect other children. I understand his grief. I understand him being upset, but I'm sorry, sir. You have absolutely no case because a lot of these rappers have, you know, mentioned, you know, names and said different things in untasteful manners. It's called freedom of speech. 
So unfortunately, you have no case against Megan the Stallion. You have the right to feel like it's tasteless. You have the right to feel like your daughter should not be tied up in this beef. I definitely agree with him that he has the right to feel that way. But to me, he has no case because now it's being said that he's looking at lawyering up and possibly suing. And I really feel like a lot of this kicked off because of Moniece, you know. Um, but anyhow, now Moniece is online ranting and raving. I haven't seen her rant. We just posted it. So we're going to go ahead and watch it live together. I don't give a fuck. I'm not on a billboard. I'm not at the Grammys. I don't got a record with this one. I got to keep it cute with this one. I don't care. I'm a regular motherfucking nobody according to y'all. So treat me as such. Don't get in my DMs when I, when I voice my opinions like y'all voice yours. Keep that same energy. Go back in them posts and y'all get busy, bitch. Y'all got about a, a couple hundred thousand motherfuckers to DM. That's what y'all need to spend y'all night doing. While I get... I took a two-hour nap and woke up to mayhem. Now, while I get back to moving boxes and loading... That's funny. Y'all remember that happened to me? I took a nap and woke up and my DMs were in shambles, honey. The damn hotties was in their feelings and all, all types of weird shit. So I get where Monice is coming from, but I'm not going to get on the internet and yell like a banshee. You all, bitch. Y'all need to get on this here motherfucking internet and y'all need to start sliding everybody's DMs and said the same shit I said and threaten to rape them and kill their kids too. See how that works out for you. I will never understand people online having an issue with the person during the commentary giving the opinion. If you have an issue with Monice, that is your issue with Monice. Go at Monice. I never understand people trying to drag people's kids into stuff. That shit is weird to me. People threatening people's kids and I'm going to do this to your kid. Like, what does my kid have to do with my opinion? So I definitely understand her for going off. Like, don't threaten my kids, bitch. You threaten me and we can see what's up. But leave my kids out of it. That's out for you. Because I'll tell you what, the first motherfucker I run into that said that shit in my DMs, I'll blow you back myself. I will blow you back myself. Now take that and go tell law enforcement. Or should I go outside and get, and get the guys? They're off-duty cops. I'm sure they're watching this right the fuck now. Or should I go get my grandpa, the sergeant? Maybe I should go down to fucking 60s and go get my cousins. We could go either which way you want to fucking go. Oh, not the 60s. She said today she got time because Monice is ready to crip walk and game bang on y'all's asses. She done said she going down to the 60s, honey, and she about to get big cripping them. Okay, Monice. That's on you. Show up here and I'll let the law deal with you. Catch me in the street, though, my nigga, and it's a different story and I'm coming a whole different way. So ask about me, bitch. And ask the right motherfucker about me, bitch. And to all you bitches that I saw in the comments, all of a sudden we got imaginary beef, shut your fucking dusty old fuck ass up. Yeah, the street told me about what you you stupid cunt. And I got some bitches for you too. Yeah. And we waiting to catch you too. Yeah, and I'm going to give you one chance and one chance only to fucking square up and go, I don't believe in sneaking bitches, I don't believe in jumping bitches, you got one shot, one shot, and if you don't drag me, it'll be the worst mistake of your life, that's like pulling a piece on me and not pulling the trigger. Monice wants all the fucking smoke. Monice is here for it. And we know Monice, you know, she be fighting this shit, we seen on Love and Hip Hop, she is really mad. Y'all done set Monice off, honey, 
what the fuck was y'all saying in her damn DMs? I've never seen her just pop off like this. She's definitely in her feelings. And the craziest part, the niggas that actually know me that was in the... That is what blew my mind more than the rest of you dummies. I expect y'all to be stupid. Y'all don't read to understand. Y'all don't read to comprehend. Y'all read to beef with a motherfucker. It's not my fault that even my own dysfunctional family didn't feed me bullshit growing up. It's not my fault that I was born in 87, but I remember the Megan Conquer case. All right, honey. So y'all just heard what Monice had to say. Monice wants all the smoke. She's wanting to call the police, her grandpa, top flight security, and the cribs. Lucky on that day, I was acting cool, cuz. Nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. I go hard, cuz. Y'all better leave damn Monice alone, okay? She is entitled to her opinion, but I do feel like she was kind of being extra. I don't think Megan meant harm per se towards, you know, Megan Kanka's family. I just think that, you know, with what she was rhyming, it made the most sense. You're not mad at me, Pooh. You mad at Megan's law. That's where all this stuff started because he has to register as a sex offender. And he didn't register, you know, and it's been downhill ever since. So, you know, I like the bar. I'm sorry. I like the bar. But again, this is social media where people ride hard for, you know, their faves. So the hotties, they gon' you know, they gon' wild out, honey. I've been there. They don't, you know, have to, you know, giddy up on me a few times and you know with they hooves and shit. It is what it is. This too shall pass. Trust me. Okay. Every now and then you gotta pop off on these fandoms and check their asses. But you know, I, I, I get her frustration because she should be allowed to have her opinion without everybody coming for her. But I also feel like it was kind of I don't know. Her opinion was kind of weird because I just don't see like what the issue is. I, I don't get it. I could see the father possibly feeling away, but I don't understand like why Monice felt so mad about it. And then Monice was calling Megan a bitch. So that didn't help either. So maybe some things happen behind the scenes between her and Megan that we don't know about. You know, who knows? Because there'd be a lot of little backdoor industry shit that goes on that people don't know. So it sounds like there might be some extra issues with Megan, you know, hence why she spoke up and said something. Or maybe she's just a, you know, a huge barb and she felt like, hey, I had to have Nicki Minaj's back. Who knows? So with that being said, let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. I look forward to reading y'all's comments. Let me know what y'all think about this whole situation. How do y'all feel about Moniz popping off? You know, really feeling the way about this situation concerning Megan's Law and Megan the Stallion using that as a bar. And then how do you feel about Megan's father coming out and basically saying that he does not agree with it at all, you know, and that it upset him? Do you guys feel like he has a case? Because like I said, he's thinking about lawyering up. Um, that was updated in another post. Um, I don't think he has a case, but good luck to him. And then overall, how do you guys feel about Monice's rant? You know, do you guys agree with her rant? Do you feel like Monice is entitled to her opinion? How do y'all feel about this whole situation in general? So let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. Make sure you guys hit the video with a like. Feel free to share the video. And most importantly, make sure you're still subscribed to the channel. And I'll talk to y'all later. Deuces. If you want the latest news in the streets, join us and tune in for the tea. Breaking news with integrity, so sell your friends and your family. It's the Lovely TV Show, bringing you good tea and good vibes. It's the Lovely TV Show, be sure to share, like, and subscribe.